Hello and welcome to Pop Astrology with Charlotte. I'm Charlotte and I'm an astrologer and I can read people's charts. <laughs> 10,000 Virgo, very boring delivery. Uh, hi everyone. Um, I am going to do going to analyze Meghan Markle's chart today. I actually recorded it um, and then I lost the file. I didn't save properly, so I'm going to have to do it again. But hopefully I can do a little bit more organized this time. I'll be taking you through um most like all, almost all of her placements um and try to make sense of the aspects so um and, um so that you can understand her more i really enjoy her i love megan but i also can see why she's not very popular here and it has a lot to do with the fact that she is yeah she's black but she's also american and she embodies a lot of american ideologies that are clashing with a monarchist or feudal ideology and that is why she is just not enjoyed by older generations like there's just quote unquote something about her just puts me off okay um you think she's fake you think she's some fuckery like people like and you know what fair call let's analyze that why do you think she's fake as fuck okay um so let's get into it so the first thing we need to know about Meghan Markle is that she is in Leo Sun with a Libra Moon and a Cancer Rising. That is a very dynamic, attractive person. Okay, um, Leo, uh, who she is in the world, she's a showgirl. Leo is the entertainer. Leo is the person that performs, and they're very, very performative. They want to show off. They want to be seen and worshipped and loved. Okay, Leo, and and the Sun is in Leo. It's at home. The Sun rules Leo. It's where it's meant to be. It's like look at me, look at me, look in the bright sky. I am the Sun. I am the sun look her moon is in libra and that's a great it's a it's in great um aspect to her sun as we call what we call a sextile okay i don't think it's it's not a direct sextile but the energy is sextiling and sextiling is when you have a um placements that are two signs apart so one might be in water and the other one might be in earth or one might be in fire and the other one might be in air um, and it is a very cooperative energy where you have to learn and grow. And it's it's a little bit uncomfortable, but it's a great placement. Um, it's a great placement to uh, just for an evenness of character, you know. Uh, unlike mine, I have an opposition. So I'm like, I have, per I have personality disorder pretty much. <laughs> she is not like that. She is someone who, yes, I will say she is a social climber. She's a Libra moon. She's a Libra moon. What does that mean, Charlotte? Well, I'm a Libra moon, and we don't like riffraff. We don't want to deal with people that offer nothing to our lives and people that we can offer nothing to as well. Like, Libra is a very helpful sign. It's a fun sign. They love to party. They love to drink. They're he it's a very hedonistic sign. It's charming. It's flattering. It's lovely. It's also fake as fuck, and we can make you believe that we love you when we don't and that is the problem but most of the people that we meet when we engage with people we do love them if you're a libra if you know a libra moon and they're with you and they're your friend they really love you if they're coming back to you they love you we don't like someone even after one meeting we'll make them think that we love them and then we run away <laughs> and now you see why pierce morgan really hates her because he believed that's why he's so upset because he believed that she 
cared about every single word that came out of his mouth. She made him feel like a real man, because that's what Libranoons do. We make you think that we love you. Mm. And most of the time, we do love people, and it is real. It's momentary, but it's real. It's not like, you know, just because I talked, had this great conversation with you, we were so emotionally intimate with each other, I can up and leave. That's what made me, like, a great teacher. That's what makes her a great socialite, is that you can connect with people and go. And the people in that in, at that party or that event that you interact with, you'll pick a few that you want to keep, you know, keep around. And when she met Piers Morgan, she just didn't like him. Because he's gross. <laughs> oh, he's so gross. Ugh. So gross. Um, but yeah, Libra Moon, it's conjunct Saturn. So Saturn represents the father. Saturn is a generational planet. It's in a sign for three years. It represents the father, the patriarchy, the system, and all those awful things that keep you oppressed, okay? Also, it's lessons and learning. I know I should be more, like, I should be more praising of Saturn, but Saturn's a bitch, okay? <laughs> and Saturn and the moon are conjunct in her chart. They're bound together. Mother and father are bound, but it's also difficulty. There was difficulty with the mother. There's something that happened in her parents' relationship, and I think her mum dropped that bomb. I think her mum ended it um Megan's moon in Libra is in the third house her mother is her friend and I guess to an extent so is her father she was close to both of them but something happened with her mother um uh, involving her mother that I think would make her take sides with her mother over her father there's some energy there she also has Pluto in the fourth house Pluto is the Scorpio energy it's a planet it's another generational planet um it's another collective consciousness planet it's another it's a trauma planet and usually people uh, people with in fact pretty much all the time all the charts I've seen with Scorpio energy and or Pluto energy uh placement pluto placement in the fourth house there's a problem with family family are criminals family are corrupt family are gonna abuse you family are gonna exploit you they're gonna sell you Her f this is a placement where family will sell you has not that ha hasn't that happened you ever wonder why she doesn't want to engage or talk about her white family it's because they're a bunch of fuckwits i'm not saying they're bad people but in her situation they have done bad things to her or bad things have been done. I heard, I don't know how true this is, but I would, sounds believable, that her white family are actually racist. And if you think about it, her dad, her dad left his previous wife, um, and I guess children to a certain extent, to start a brand new family with a black woman. Like, I reckon that, would, I reckon, I reckon that's an issue. <laughs> that's an issue. Um, she... Yeah, and, and all these planets, you know, the moon and Saturn and Jupiter and Pluto are all in Libra. So with Jupiter in Libra, what she's naturally good at is putting on a show, being a diplomat. Like, she's got some showy, showy, fakery placements. Like, she knows how to have... Like, she she's a great party planner. If she does plan a party, it's beautiful. Um, Jupiter in Libra, that's someone who would be naturally great as a diplomat. That like she did study foreign affairs or something, foreign diplomacy overseas um and what she is naturally good at which is the show which is performance she's a leo as well she's got very performative signs when she does the performance when she really puts herself into a placement where she shows her gifts it also brings her a lot of strife because with saturn and pluto and the moon all in libra 
the very thing she's good at is going to blow up and it's going to bring her a lot of strife. So she'll get blessings and then she'll get pain at the same time. And that is quite difficult because all she really wants to do is to be a fucking princess. That's really sad. Like, she just wants to be a princess and she wants to be a diplomat and change the world and make the world a better place. But everyone's calling her a fake fucking bitch. <laughs> and everyone thinks that she's evil. And a lot of that has to do with her family because her family is so fucking horrible. Like, and maybe she has a little bit of piece of that in her too. But hey, we're all, th you know, we're all, th you know, three-dimensional or five-dimensional, whatever. We're multi-dimensional beings, yeah? And she's so badly trying to run away from her family, but every time she does, it just comes back. It comes right back. They, they will try and destroy her. Her family is trying to destroy her. I don't think they're consciously trying to destroy her, but... Um, they definitely see a big payout. Um, they definitely see her as someone who's a bit of a meal ticket. Um, none of her black family have come out and said anything. But all her white family, they seem to be the discombobulated ones. So take 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 that, guys. Like you need to you need to like you need to see through this, yeah? This girl wants to put on a show and escape her dark family and you're hating her for it because she seems so fake. Of course she has to be. She's trying to put on a brave face. Pluto in the fourth house is a very dark placement. That's abuse and exploitation and and, and criminal behavior. Of course she fucking wants to run away. So get off her back about it. Um, now, another thing I want to point out is that she has her north node in the fourth house which means her south node is in the seventh house. What does that mean? Okay, so if your north node is if your north node is in the first and your south node is in the seventh, that means in your past life, early on in your life, you were very much about your partnerships. Maybe you had a lot of boyfriends that helped you out. I mean, she did marry a guy that helped her with a career. I mean, don't all actresses. They all they either fuck a guy or marry a guy that's a manager or some kind of producer. Okay. So um there is this energy in her life where she owes a lot of people, even her father you know, helped her for sure. Like she paid for college. I mean, most American parents do. That's just how they are there. Um, and she's someone that had to owe, especially men a lot in partnership. Like she owed people, like she worked with a lot of people. It's also, it's, it's also an Aquarius, like a uh, uh, South node in Aquarius, like Meghan Markle has indicates a place where she had to very much be an advocate or stand out from the crowd and be different, stand up, write a letter to a soap company telling them not to be sexist bastards. Aquarius, do what's right. And also seventh house is partnership working with others. And she was always been someone that has, um, yes, had a lot of friendships and relationships and whatnot, but also just a very personable, lovely person that wants to cooperate. So she's got Aquarius and Libra energy in her past life, but where she's going is very Leo and Aries energy because her North node is in the first house. And if you have a North node in the first house, it's not the most likable placement. It's someone that has to develop a, develop a brand. First house is your brand. It's your ascendant. It's how you look. So it, it's also in Leo and Leo is the show. Like instead she's coming from this Aquarius. She's using this Aquarian energy of like caring about the world and wanting to change it and moving towards Leo with this energy and becoming the queen or the king, right? She's coming from the rebel to being her own queen. And, and 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 having her own kingdom and her own business and her own everything her 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 me game damn right me gain damn right 
me game, bitch, because that is your destiny, because that is her destiny. She cannot owe anyone anymore. She was in that family for two fucking years, gave it her all, and they just tore her apart. And it's like, fine, I'm just going to be a princess by myself. So, um, and first house, yeah, first house is very egoy because Aries rule, like Aries is the first house energy. It's not in Aries, it's in Leo, but it is the Aries first house of the self, of the, of, of the body. And also it's a very egotistical sign in an egotistical, like it is an egotistical house and an egotistical sign. And, and her past life was all about other people. She is within her right to turn away people. Why the fuck should she have to call Piers Morgan back? Why the fuck? She doesn't owe you. She doesn't owe anyone. Not anymore. So, um, yeah, that's another reason why she's just out for herself. I'm like, of course she is. But how she got there was because she wanted to change the world. And now she's like, fine. Fine. I'm gone. I'm out of here. Because I tried to give, I tried to change the world and then it didn't work out. Because you're all harassing me and telling me that I'm me gain. And now I'll just become me gain. I'll just become me gain. I'll just become a queen. Bye. Um, her North Node, now the reason why she can't shut the fuck up and why people, she will never shut the fuck up. North Node conjunct Mercury. She is meant to express her voice. It's also near her son, her ego. Again, this is very ego placement. Um, and listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Like I have my North Node conjunct Mercury as well. It's in Pisces. Listen to me. I have a message to tell you. She's a messenger. Mercury, um, Hermes or Hermes, whatever, is the god of um, the mind and communication and the messenger god and um, that planet Mercury is right next to her destiny like she is a messenger she's someone that has to speak okay uh, and she meant she's meant to perform so and, and there isn't still the Aquarius energy of doing it to make the world better but it's also like look at me look at me let's make a kingdom why not um, now her Venus is in Virgo so Venus is exalted in Pisces. It it is apparently the best placement for 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 Venus to be in Pisces energy. But if it's in Virgo, it's at its fall. So what does that mean? Well, she has just high expectations in love. She's very nitpicky. Like it's not easy. Virgo Venus love is practical it's like oh yeah cook clean whatever it's like be on time like I'm gonna give you everything very it's a cold energy Virgos are cold Virgo energy is cold and to have your Venus in Virgo means that what do you do what do you what are you gonna do for me what are you gonna give me what can I give you like it's she in love she is very much of service she'll give everything she has but she needs the equal she needs that she needs that back high expectations she's got to be with the most handsome the cleanest the hottest the richest the most like maybe even the most famous depends on you know whatever but she needs to be with someone who is clean and good and comes on time and can be her partner and can we is, does this relationship exist in the practical world if you have a venus and an earth sign the relationship needs to be functional it's just not about the love it's about the time and the place and the experience it's not just about the woo love. Who gives a fuck about boundaries? Go talk to a Venus in a in a water sign if you want to fuck you want to fuck around with that. Like Venus in Earth, it's like you, where's your money? What can you give me? Like the apocalypse is happening. I don't have time 
to spend on someone who's a fuckboy. Okay? Um, so very high standards. And I think that kind of energy is very intimidating to a culture like in Britain where men just get away with being complete and utter fuckboys. Like, I have dated a few. Ill. Like, ill. Like, you don't give me anything. Like, I'm just expected to cook and clean. Like, it's just, it's a lot of fuckery here. Like, having a woman like her who has high expectations, who is a, like, control freak, she just has control. She wants control over her career. She didn't become a millionaire before age 35 by not being in control. So saying that her wanting control is a bad quality is something that, um, that just, like, unevolved sexist men say. So... You see why I you see why I have issues with men is because of this cultural shit. So, you know when people say to me they're like, oh, oh men you men say to me seems like you don't like men you're judgmental of men. I'm like, do you wonder fucking why? You really fucking wonder why when we're all getting raped in the streets and shit and having Me Too movements? Like, you realize why I don't like you? I'm completely open to be being proven wrong like god if you want to send me a man that makes me eat my fucking words and like and and makes me realize how wrong i have been about the opposite sex come on i'm like ready so ready anyway i digress <laughs> um so yeah let's move on to her fifth house fifth house it's leo house um it is the house of creativity leisure pleasure dating and she has Uranus in the fifth house. Uranus is the planet of progress and genius. And she has it in an artistic house. So she um, is very artistically gifted in that she she has many... Whatever she produces artistically is genius. Like, it is fabulous. And it is new and fresh and um, inventive or, um, yeah, just, just genius. And probably good at many different things. Like if you look at her body of work and like not just her acting, she can sing on stage. She was a stage actress. She went to, she studied performance art. So she's someone who is really good at writing. Right? Have you seen her writing? She's very, very good. Even, even just the, her handwriting as well is very, very good. So she was a professional calligrapher. She was an actress. She was a singer or she, at least she can sing. Um, her dating life is wild as well. Because Uranus, fifth house is also dating and pleasure. So Uranus, give, it's like a very odd dating life. So if, you know, she hasn't been very public with her boyfriends, but she's had, I guess, quite a few in her life. She's 39 years old, you know, like she'd been around the world and like, yeah, she's fucked a few guys, whatever, like we all have. So she's someone that probably has dated some crazies or some really odd, unique people. And, peop and she doesn't really, I guess, have a type, you know, or even physically she does. She seems to like tall tall white dudes with big strides <laughs> but yeah uh, Uranus in the fifth house is someone who's quite creatively gifted and um and, and ingenious with whatever artwork she puts out there in the world but also someone who has like a crazy dating life Neptune is in this house it's almost in the sixth but I'll say it's in the fifth it plays into the sixth um I wonder if she has some addictions though addictions to something hopefully it's just yoga uh but yeah uh Neptune in the fifth house she has access to collective consciousness because Neptune is Pisces energy. It is the collective consciousness. It is um, a generational planet. And to have a generational planet in an artistic house indicates that that person can access other realms, um, can, can access the collective consciousness 
to fuel artistic endeavors. Ooh. Very good. So, yeah, she... Whatever psychic power she has um, would be put out there in the form of her art. It's a very... She's very compassionate. Like, the things that she she will create and pursue and build in her life is connected to this ability to tap into collective consciousness. She has that. She's absolute genius. Um... Now, let's... Also, by the way, before I move on, her children will be rebellious little fuckers. I mean that in a positive way. <laughs> they will be rebellious. I've seen her son. Her son's going to grow up to be mad attractive. Um, and a genius in his own right. Now, uh, let's talk about... Oh, her Mars in Cancer in the 12th. So, Mars is the planet of war. It's the planet of passion and your... Mars is that part of your psychology because each planet is like is a is an aspect of your psychology so Mars is like your sexual tastes what gets you up in the morning your fire the burn you know what makes you wake up and feel joy and want to motivate you what's your motivation her Mars is in cancer so she's very motivated by um emotions and people um this is also some like she's motivated by yeah her relationships with people i th and and i have i have uh heard from other astrologers that people with mars in a water sign love to emotionally dominate it's not necessarily someone who will fight and be nasty but if they want what they want they can be incredibly emotionally manipulative which is what she has been accused of as being manipulative but that is an oversimplification of of, of, of who she is and this placement. Um, she is not someone who is going to go to war to get what she wants. She's going to be someone that is going to try and convince you to do the thing you want her to do and make it sound like it's good for you. And that is why she's perceived as manipulative because she doesn't have her Mars in a very aggressive sign. I reckon you, if she cracked, it'd be fucking terrifying because people with Mars in the 12th house, when they are pushed, they snap. Have you ever seen Britney Spears snap? Oh, it's frightening, isn't it? You ever see Arnold Schwarzenegger snap? Oh, it's frightening too. Mars in the 12th house is frightening because it's this person that is quite unassuming. Like, they seem quite sweet. Like, Meghan Markle and Britney Spears and even um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, when you talk to them, they're just so sweet. Like, oh, hello, I'm just so, I'm so pleasant. Because Mars is the aggression. It's in the 12th house where they can't access it as much. Um, and if you look at those three people I just mentioned, Megan, Brittany, Arnold, their sexuality is so aggressive and out there, right? Like, people with Mars in the 12th, they tend to be very, at least to seem, sexually aggressive. Sex, 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 sex. But it's not something that they can control. It's not something they intentionally put out there. Like, Meghan Markle is not, like, Britney Spears obviously has more intention because it's on a stage and it's like, look at me and my belly and my titties. Um... And even then, when she does it, she doesn't have an inkling of, like, just how much she, like, frazzles people because she's just so hot. Megan is someone, it happens when she goes out, she is just so overly sexual and it's not even her fault. It's just because Mars is in this 12th house. Like, your sexuality is not for yourself, it's for others. And because it's out there, Mars is also war. 
and you can be really vilified and you can be really polarizing like Britney and Arnold and well if you're a man you guess you're more popular but for a woman like if you're so beautiful and so sexy and it's uncontrollable sexuality you can also be demonized as quite lilithy and destructive so um yeah that that is in her life and what I also noticed Mars being the ruler of Aries, it's in Cancer in her chart, but it is the ruler of Aries and she has Aries on her midheaven. Now the midheaven or the 10th house and or the the 10th house, the midheaven, that is your public duty. That is who you are in the world. It is your Instagram, your Facebook and your responsibilities at work and how people see you in the workplace. And hers is in what? Aries. Now imagine having that Aries energy in your work life and you're in the royal family and you're an American and you're trying to be a, a warrior at work. Like she is a warrior at work. That's why she woke up in the morning and sent emails at 5.30. Oh my God, she's bullying me because she's sending me an email. Like she is, yeah, very American. Go kill it. Go get it. And people that have Mars in the midheaven or in Aries midheaven are savagely ambitious. Savagely. Here's the problem. Her Mars is squaring. Mars in that 12th house, the ruler of Aries is in that 12th house. And then midheaven is at Aries and it's all, it's squared up. And it's just like the planet that rules the sign of your public self is squaring off. There's going to be difficulties. So yes, she'll have success and, and she's still ambitious, but that Mars is drowning in that 12th house and she will be exploited. The more ambitious she gets, the more exploited she gets. Um, and the more f oh, she's going to, she's going to, well, in their mind, she'll start the war. She's going to start a war. Yeah. Um, I reckon she cracked it. I reckon she fucking cracked it. Like, could you imagine like working with these courtiers? She lost her shit, and that's why they're saying that she is a bully. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, she also has Mars squaring off with Saturn, Daddy. So when Daddy does something, Daddy exploits her. So. Saturn represents the father. It is in a square 90 degrees. Um, it's, it's 90 degrees away from Mars. So there's an interaction between daddy, the father, the patriarchy, the system, and her being sexually exploited or just exploited in general. The father contributes to the exploitation of the daughter. The father will contribute and also her career will contribute to her exploitation. The father and her career and her sexuality and her drive are all in very negative aspect to each other. So um, when she gets success, she'll be vilified and she'll also have her father abusing her and using her like this. He'll be making a lot of money. Um, and you know what? He doesn't even, he comes across as very sympathetic because he's such a dumb man that he doesn't actually know what he's doing. I've seen his placements. Like he's a very emotionally manipulative person. I can see why Doria fucked him off. Um, now, Chiron in the she, Chiron in the eleventh. So, what is Megan's weakness? What is the thing that she suffers the most from? Like, yes, her family for sure is one of those things, and I'll get to that because this Chiron is aspecting um, her family placements. Chiron is the planet or the asteroid, whatever. Um, it oscillates between Saturn and Uranus, and it represents pain and uh like the like the immortal wound. And Chiron in Greek mythology was like this this uh, demigod or whatever um 
that could heal people and then he ends up injuring himself and he and then he like goes around and heals people even though he's hurt he saves prometheus from the rock when he's getting his liver eaten he's like oh i'll swap hey zeus like i don't like prometheus suffering let me take his suffering and he gets put on the rock and then ascends to heaven and becomes the god so the idea is that you have this wound that you'll never heal you're always going to have this wound but you use the wound to heal others and in doing so you find you find the gift beyond the pain you find the power beyond the pain chiron is probably the most powerful thing in your chart it is where your power comes from but it only works if you can acknowledge that power and know what your pain is and actually take a really deep look at yourself and see all your fucking bullshit um so with her Chiron in Taurus, that's uh, self-esteem, money. She has an insecurity about wealth and insecurity about her self-esteem. Those two things are probably connected. So, um, And it's also in the 11th house of friendship networks. So there's a connection between physical wealth and insecurity around the physical wealth and her self-esteem. And that is manifesting in the 11th house of networks and the public. It's a very public Chiron. She really cares about what people think of her because that also affects her pay packet. She's an actress. Like your image does matter. So and what people think of you does matter. So um, and then this Chiron is as it's aspecting. It is aspecting her, her Saturn, her father. It is also aspecting her Pluto in the fourth house. It's not quite a trine. Hold on, I'm going to see this. Uh, oh, there's a yod involved. There's two yods. Oh, shit. Shit. Okay, a yod. Okay, a yod is when you have um, placements, uh, two placements that sextile, and then one placement that trines, and then it points up into like a finger. Anyway, uh, yeah. So she has to deal with this for the rest of her life. Um, what people think for this is going to be a constant source of pain. It is going to be connected to her family. Her family will be involved in this. They're going to publicly disgrace her. And also just collective, um, the collective conscious. Like it's going to play a part here. Because um, Neptune is also aspecting. Neptune and Pluto are aspecting her Chiron. Like and it's pointing finger of God. Pointing right up to it. The, the collective consciousness is going to force her to have to really look at this wound it's gonna it's gonna be very very painful um wow so she yeah she just has some dark 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 energy with this family and they will crucify her she will she has already been publicly crucified and it will happen again and again and again and again and i hope it doesn't happen so much that we end up in this the same situation that we did with diana I've looked at those headlines of Princess Diana when she was alive and the same thing, betrayal, disgrace, the same headlines over and over again. That's what Megan's getting. Um, if anything ever happens to her, there's blood on their hands. Let's just say that. Anyway, I have just read her chart. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I really enjoy Megan. I can understand why you might not like her, but let me tell you, she's a good person. She's a lovely person with a shitty family. Right? That's it. 
let her social climb. She ain't rape children, right? She didn't rape any children. I know someone else who allegedly has raped children. Maybe we should focus on him for a little bit and leave. You have a gold digger and you have a fucking pedophile. Like, who's the bigger evil? Can you just let the gold diggers go? I mean, we grow up in this world being told by our fathers to marry dudes with money and then we do and then we get vilified for it so what the fuck do you want from us you want us to marry you for love i mean that doesn't even fucking exist you're just marrying me for the pussy you're just marrying me so you can get genetic immortality you're just marrying me because you can have someone cook and clean for you for the rest of your life right so i'm gonna end up doing that and using my uterus my time and my youth and i want a payout i want a fucking payout love is not enough I have Venus in Taurus. She has Venus in Virgo. I need to talk to her about this. Maybe one day we'll be friends. <laughs> oh, God, I put that in the universe, didn't I? <laughs> if I ever am friends with Meghan Markle, none of you will ever know. I will just keep it precious in my heart. <laughs> oh, I love her so much. Um, but, yeah, I hope you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this. And I will see you next time.